You're listening to One Funny Morning. Watch us live Monday through Friday at 7.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Facebook. I used uh, my workout pants for the day, now they're dirty. Now I'm a little discombobulated. I've got shorts on, it's too cold for shorts. Put this here sweatshirt on. I hope it balances it out. I have back-to-back -back gym days this week. So, I'm gonna get crazy. Um, Trying to get all the info in. Today is the day that Rock the Peacock goes on sale. It is a trip to San Antonio. So everybody has been busy, busy, trying to get things up and running. Uh, so we are ready for today's launch. Hold on. Lights out. We're good. Um, good morning. I am, uh, all my, this is when you, okay, all my clothes are dirty, and this is going to go dead, hold on, I'm a little behind today, um, sound is up and down, I don't even, is it still, if it's still doing it, then I'm going to have to switch to my computer, and nobody wants that, <sighs> Constance, how are you? I do not know what's going on. I'm just going in and out. Sound is in and out. What could it be? I'm thinking. Hey, Mary. Top of the morning to you. Is everybody sound going in and out? Because if so, I'm gonna take the phone, I'm just gonna throw it into the street. That's where I am as a person. Let me try to charge it. Maybe it's a charging. My son is now a teenager. My mic is over there, but this phone is not charged all the way, so just charge it. Can you use your mic? No, Renee, because then the phone's not hooked up. It is Bluetooth connected. I'm not sure what's happening. No, it's not my internet. I checked my internet before it went live. And the internet shouldn't have affected the sound. I think it has to be the mic on your phone. I know, but why? What happens to the mic on my... I really feel better now when you stand still. All right, it's getting better. Um... My mic's over there, Melinda, but sound out again. Makes me mad. It makes me mad because for the amount of money that all of us spend on our phones, and then the phone lasts like two years. Like I'll have this phone for the rest of my life. I'll I'll be an old person. So when it doesn't work, 
And I say, well, I'm not sure why it wouldn't work considering the amount of money we spend on it. It makes me angry. I don't like these socks. Everything's making me angry. <laughs> Tell me when it becomes Ugh, today is pie for breakfast. But the sound is going in and out. My friend, your phone has a problem. That makes me mad. I do have AirPods. Wanna try that? Let you guys talk to each other. this connected to. I'm going to guess it connected to this phone, but there's a computer here too, but I don't think it's connected. So you can't say anything, but did this make it better? <laughs> like I can't tell if these are working. Um, you're not saying anything. Yeah. Where is Dean for tech support? It's ridiculous. Let's do my own tech. He's trying to connect to something else. No, there is no Bluetooth button, unless I have these on. Otherwise, it's just my voice. Let's see if it gets better. If you're on speaker, that's why it's happening. Well, I think you can only be on speaker if you're on Facebook Live. <laughs> I'd be weird if you don't just see my phone. It's like it's trying to connect. Definitely getting on my nerves today. So far, sounds better. I'm not gonna don't. I it it just connected now. Tell me now. So I'm getting bits and pieces, which would be super annoying. Sound is better, said Janet. Those helped greatly. Great. Sounds fine. Good. It's annoying. All right, so let me tell you about annoying things. All right, now here's the thing, is I'm gonna tell you about all the things that are annoying me currently. <laughs> but then I'm gonna read you an article about why we're not supposed to talk about it, okay? Still cutting in and out, not working any better. I guess you have to go sit in a car, of course. Now, some of you are saying it sounds good now, and some of you are saying it sounds exactly the same. Oh, it's perfect after it just connected. Well, let's give it a let's give it a minute. <sighs> okay, now that it just connected, it sounds better. Okay, let me tell you about all the things that annoy me. Just give me a second. It's not every day. <sighs> Yesterday, I took Booby to go get groomed, and. And now no sound. Bobby, I will flip all this in a second. I will flip it. 
I'll, I'll just start pulling stuff out of the cat. I'm about to lose my mind. <laughs> this is so annoying. Anyway, I'm I'm trying to get Booby to the groomer, and I'm trying to find. I don't want to say a better groomer, a different groomer. The groomer's too far away. It's too expensive. Did you try to get a dog groom lately? Why does it sound like I'm buying a new dog? What? How much do you want? And I, that's just for Colby. Colby's the only one that gets like cut. Like I've never taken Lulu or Ruby to get washed and cut, but Ruby's nails are so long because I don't take her. I usually just wash her ourselves. But now she's got daggers on her feet that are just going to probably pull pull apart the couch at any second. So um, so yesterday I had to take her to the groomer. But now she's the only dog here. Jim has the other two dogs. I know. Deep breath, Melinda. Uh-huh. Must be on her end. All right. Sound is good. We've decided. So if you still can't hear me, you have a problem. <laughs> anyway. So I call this new place down the street and he sounds like a nice guy. I said, listen, this dog has a lot of anxiety. Is there any way that I could like, I could, I could untie these shoes, but no, I'm going to do the thing where I bust up all my fingers, trying to get my shoes on. You know, everybody needs a morning like this. What do you groom on a boxer? Nothing. Renee, that's the point. Uh, I don't. There'd be no need to take her to the groomers other than the cutting of the nails. And it just makes me nervous. Do you ever, it's like, do you ever try to cut a baby's nails? Why baby's got nails? But they're like, die, and they just rip their faces up, and then you got to cut them. Oh, mm -mm. it's nerve wracking. Babies and dogs. I won't do it. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So all I got is guy says, listen, there's nobody here now. Just bring her over. Okay. And, uh, and then, and then you can just come pick her up. We like, we won't keep her here like a while. And I'm like, wonderful. So now I'm like, all right, Luby, let's go. I'm about to walk out the door. I literally could walk there if I wanted. It's so close. No collar, no collar on the dog. Uh, Ruby's collar sometimes makes her neck red. So if I take the collar off, I'll take it off and I'll put it in the basket over there where it belongs. Other people just take the collar off and leave it whatever you want. I spent 20 minutes looking for the collar and then I was like, and now I'm going to get rid of all the dogs. All the dogs have to go because nobody knows how to put a collar back. And I, I walked around the house. I cursed at everybody. Nobody was here but I cursed at them. Oh, do not underestimate a mom looking for something that somebody moved by herself in her house. Do not underestimate. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Trisha. I didn't know that vets did it. Either way, now I got a dog with no collar, so I wrapped the leash around her neck like a weirdo, but the shop is like on a main street. So now... I got a dog on a leash with a leash wrapped around her neck. I got to pick this dog up because 
if I just walk her, she's she gets spooked, and then she'll she'll cut. Did you ever see a dog cut out of a leash or a collar? Lulu and Ruby have an amazing ability to cut out. They'll be like running forward a lot. I think that they run forward to get the collar or the leash to be moving at a certain a certain like speed, and then they go like this, and they just come right out of it. Nobody? Am I the only one? The dogs have figured this out. Uh, hate looking for stuff. Renee, I'm furious. I went through every closet in this house. Every, every, everything on the first floor that could be touched. I touched it. I know where everything is now. And you tell me I can't find it at home. So now I get out of the car because I'm afraid to walk her, but she's got a leash on. I pick her up. She's 45 pounds. Uh, and I'm walking a giant boxer down the street like a weirdo. Oh, straight up weirdo. I get there. I said to Miguel, Miguel, this is who I am. I walk dogs, not on a leash, but in my hands down the main streets of places. Mm -hmm. My dog can get out of any collar. I'm telling you. Horrible. Uh, I did not know that vets, yeah, my dog does it in a harness. Yeah, they're like Houdini. Lulu can get out of a harness. She can get a collar. If she had a straight jacket on, she could, she's like, yeah, the collar's with the picture with my dad. Wherever those two things are is the greatest hiding spot. Maybe it's down here with the food where I, where I hide the food, you know, in the kitchen. So, oh, I see where I put it. Mm -hmm. No, the harness. Lulu cuts out of a harness in two seconds. So I don't want this on. Listen, I wish I had that much ability to get, to get out of clothes super fast. Just be walking boom, naked. I, I would love it. Mm -hmm. I don't know for what purpose. Hot flash? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Why did I tell you this story? I told you this story because A, it's expensive. B, soup. Oh, I was annoyed. So then I come back. There's something else that she did. Oh, McDonald's bags in my car. I just said to somebody the other day, when's the last time you ate at a McDonald's? Anybody. Anybody. I can't remember. I will say to you, this was my McDonald's promise. Okay? When I... Could eat gluten. Maybe once a year. Tell me if the, what your thing is. When's the last time you ate McDonald's and what your thing is? Once a year, I get a Big Mac. I don't even know why. I do know. It's the dressing. It's so good. The Big Mac. Girl, and I would get a filet fish. I love filet fish. And an apple pie. Okay, you know what? Now that I am saying it out loud, I like McDonald's. I haven't been there for, I can't eat any of that. Oh, bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Guys, last weekend it was so gross, but it was. It was dirty and, and yummy. I'm there too much, said Tanya. Listen, if I didn't poop my pants every time I had gluten, I would be at McDonald's all the time. Uh, now that I'm saying it, I now I miss it. 
Get, oh, I got a shamrock shake. Shamrock shakes are back. Sausage McMuffin. Oh, no. I, I never had the McMuffin. I was like a straight up bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit gal. I'm just letting you know. You know how you have to like teach kids, like, don't talk to strangers. I'm just letting you know, like as a, as a straight up adult, if a man with a shady background had a gluten-free bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, I would go with him. I'm not going to lie. It's basically like a meat cute, except the meat is the bacon and the biscuit. I'm just saying, I could, in January, I had fries and an apple pie. Ah, oh, those apple pies. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where they're just fried to a crisp. Uh, filet of fish. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I love the bacon and cheese bagel. Oh, well, this is this is perfect. Because it's Fat Tuesday. We just talk about McDonald's corn. Oh. Now I want a sausage McMuffin on my way to run errands. Girl, who don't? Who don't? Mm-hmm. I've never had a breakfast sandwich. Like in your life? Or like from McDonald's? what oh, the two cheeseburger meal we were talking about it talking about it with Brooke what are we saying we we're talking about because she said she, oh that's what she, she said the other day she goes I don't think I've ever had that's what it was she left her McDonald's bag in my car now I haven't had McDonald's that's where this came from in forever 10 years seven whatever long time but then she got this McDonald's bag in my car got mad at that and then she says yeah i got a i got the cheeseburger meal and then she said i've never had a cheeseburger from mcdonald's i was like what i've never had a cheeseburger from mcdonald's i'm like of course you've had a cheeseburger from mcdonald's we basically owned a mcdonald's when you guys were were kids okay we were there all the time Anytime that I wanted to harm you, we would go to the McDonald's and the three of you would play. And I would zone out and think about what my life could have been. Okay? So we definitely had a McDonald's cheeseburger. Trust me. They're like, I don't remember, though. It doesn't matter. You had a wonderful childhood. That's all you have to know. Do you ever just look at your kids and just want to be like, you had a great life. You're welcome. And they're like, I don't know if I did. No, you did. Because I'm exhausted. So you had a great life. Okay? Just want you to know. Did anybody ever just get mad because their kids act like they had a hard life? I'm like, you didn't have a hard life. You had a great life. You had a wonderful time. You had an amazing mom. Sacrifices. You were loved. Now get away from me. <laughs> and stop saying this. <laughs> I gotta go now and get a breakfast sandwich. Oh, I wish I'd done that this morning. Mm -hmm. Quarter pounders are my go-to. Yeah, no, I was never a big quarter pounder. I was a Big Mac. I know, Brenda. Had a cheeseburger from McD yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Anyway, so then there was that, and then all my laundry's dirty, so there's no socks. Now I'm wearing these weird socks, the, the booty socks, and they're, they don't even stay on, and they eventually just cover your toes. That's where I am as a person. We're like everything I touch is breaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all making me hungry, and I fast until noon. Andrea, today is fast, Fat Tuesday. Don't fast today. Because you're going to have six weeks of it starting tomorrow if you follow the Lenten calendar. Mm-hmm. Ugh, who don't love a Big Mac? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they won't realize how great they had it until they have kids. And then I'll be like, oh, I was such a good mom. Yeah. You wore this sweatshirt. Oh, Diane, I was looking for your your um, message the other day. I know I didn't get back to you. I have to call you. I was trying to get some things in motion, Diane. Lock some stuff in. We'll see. I'm working on it. Um, anywho. Oh, complaining. Let me. Why, Dina, were you talking about complaining? Because, as you know, I like to offer you a tidbit of information every day. Now, I found this article last week, but we didn't get it, get to it. So here it is. This article was about what happens to your brain when you complain. Yeah, after me just complaining for the last Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drinking of Dina. Mm-hmm. That's this for Maylene. Mm-hmm. All day on Sunday. The tickets are not on sale yet. The tickets are going to go on sale first to supporters starting at noon. And there'll be a post with a passcode there uh, for supporters if you'd like uh, to take advantage of that. And then it'll be opened up to the general public at 8.30 tonight, just before Tipsy Tuesday. And we'll see how it goes. The disposal is still broken. I called the plumber yesterday. They're going to try to come today. I'm having goulash for supper. Okay, here we go. So you're Dina. Okay, Dina. What happens to your brain if you complain all the time? Because I want to know because one of two reasons. Because I am indeed the person that complains all the time. I'm super annoying to everybody around me, and a lot of people don't like me. That's one reason. Two, I am surrounded by people who complain all the time, and I would like to punch them in the face and explain to them what happens to their brains if they don't shut the... Okay, here we go. It says the human brain is remarkably malleable like Play-Doh. And in the last 20 years, there have been developments in brain imaging, neuroscience, and in many ways, here's the, here's the word, neuroplasticity. Oh, girl is using some big words. An umbrella term describing the lasting change to the brain throughout a person's life. So what does that mean, Dina? It means that our brains are wired like electricity, and that throughout your lifespan, 
it's constantly rewiring itself depending on what you're putting into it or what you're pushing out of it. Fine. We're saying, you know, it's a, it's a good thing. So I did a lot of underlining. It says your experiences, behaviors, thinking habits, thought patterns, and ways of reacting to the world are inseparable from how your brain wires itself. Mm -hmm. Punch them all, daddy. Here it is. Negative habits change your brain for the worse. So what do positive habits do, Dina? <laughs> positive practices changes your brain for the better. Let me read this. In depression, there's fundamentally nothing wrong with the brain. It's simply that a particular ton tuning of neural circuits created the tendency toward a pattern of depression. It has to do with the way that the brain deals with stress, planning, habits, decision-making, and a dozen, dozen other things. The dynamic interaction of all of those circuits. And once a pattern starts to form, it causes dozens of tiny changes throughout the brain that create a downward spiral. Okay, Dina. So what does it mean? Break it down. Negative people are... are Negative people are almost always complainers without fail. Complainers. Here's the part I underline. Hashtag truth. Complainers are not satisfied in keeping their thoughts and feelings to themselves. Let's just talk about that. Okay. <laughs> My brain makes me complain. It's not me. Okay, listen. I got a lot of thoughts in my head. A lot, a lot more than actually come out. And I have to work hard to filter those thoughts in my head, unless Diana's around, in which case I say all of them. Uh, some people do not filter ever. And to those people, I would like to say, get away from me. <laughs> oh. Here's the good news. Researchers from Clemson University empirically demonstrated that everybody grumbles on occasion. Who, who don't grumble? Raise your hand if you grumble. Go ahead and raise it up. I can see it. If you didn't raise your hand, you're a liar. Okay? I just grumbled this morning. Everybody got to get their grumble on once in a while. Fine. It says it's just that some people do it more than others. There are three types of complainers. What, Dina? Yeah, Brenda's like, I feel attacked right now. I don't like what you're saying about me and all my negative friends. Well, Brenda, you gotta figure out what category you go into. Here we go. Now I'm gonna be honest, they all sound like the same category, but I'm gonna read them because they took the time to break it down, which I thought was hilarious because it all sounds the same. Here we go. These are the three types of complainers, three complainer categories. Attention-seeking complainers. I feel like that's everybody. These are people who seek attention through complaining. They dwell on about how they got it worse than everybody else, blah, blah, blah. Ironically, rational people are apt to ignore outright the person rather than waste mental energy focusing on their negativity. Boom, we've all met that person. Number two, chronic complainers. 
feel like these are the same group. Here we go. These folks live in a constant state of complaint. If they're not voicing about their woe is me attitude, they're probably thinking about it. And it's a compulsive behavior called rumination, defined as repetitively going over a thought or a problem without completion. Unfortunately, rumination directly relates to the depressed and anxious brain. Yeah, I don't know. These seem like the same people. Let me read the third category. You're going to be like, uh, what if I'm in all of them? Which I think that all of us are at different points in our life. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that I'm not a grumbler. Uh, low EQ complainers. Mm-hmm. EQ is short for emotional quotient. And constituents within this group are short on EQ. What IQ is to intelligence, EQ is to emotional understanding. These people know it. These people are not interested in your perspective. Oh, wait, you mean to tell me that there are some people who just want to complain, don't want to hear anybody else's perspective, and they just want to create their own bleh. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're a sounding board, a sounding board, like a brick wall. As such, they'll dwell and vent at every opportunity. I'm going to be honest. I don't think there are three categories. <laughs> I think what we said is that there are people who do it to complain. They're always complaining and they complain and they don't want to hear what you want to say. That sounds just like one person. Accomplishing a lot of things. Okay. All right. So here it here is. Uh, let's wrap it up, Dina. Where do we say it? It says, so the bl- the brain is to blame. It says the answer is mostly yes. When me- when negative negative people actually don't want to complain. Who would? It's not conscious. Harmful behavior such as complaining, if allowed to loop, will inevitably alter thought processes. Altered thoughts lead to altered beliefs, which leads to changes in behavior. Um, Repetition is the mother of all learning. When we repeatedly focus on the negative by complaining, we're firing and refiring neurons um, responsible for the negative bias, and we create negative behavior. How do we fix it, Dina? As we go into the Lenten season, well, let's talk about it. Here we go. It is not possible to be happy-go-lucky all the time, a.k.a. Shikendra. So if we all can't be happy like Shikendra all the time, then what can we do to take some concrete steps? And here's what it says. Research has repeatedly shown that affirmations, meditation, and mindfulness are perhaps the most powerful tools in combating negativity. People who meditate daily display more positive emotions. And 15 to 20 minutes of daily meditation can have a massive difference in your life. Boom. I feel like we all knew that. But I'm going to say it because I want to, because I saw the article and I thought, how negative am I being? And 
what is it doing to my brain? And what is versus what bourbon does to my brain, which I believe makes it better and preserves my organs. Like they're being pickled. So, um, you're welcome. I don't know if that helped you. But I think at some point today, you have to say to yourself, how much have I complained today? Can I, if I can only complain to one person, whose day do I want to ruin? <laughs> and pick somebody you don't like. Like, listen, I don't even really care for you. Um, but I do have some things I'd like to get off my mind. And I don't want to lay that on people I like. So I was thinking I could give it to you. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I don't know if you feel it. Where's the article from? Great question. I don't even see. It's really weird. The printer. Do you remember when we were young? Um, we were young. Um, at the bottom of the page, it would put the source. Because I think it might have been made up. My sources in general are usually CNN, HuffPost, New York Times. It's one of those. Or Facebook. Or my mom. Or I made it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gratitude, Cindy. So, as we go into the Lenten season, today is Fat Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at this. This is who I am now. Nothing's working. Everything's broken. What? Um, so I thought I was charging my phone. Turns out I wasn't. It's just the cord is stupid. It's a broken cord. It's not real. It's just... Okay. Well, there's that. Okay. So this cord is fake. That's what I just learned. So do I, Deb. <sighs> after, after doing a whole segment on being negative, I'm like, and this is stupid, and this is stupid, and you're stupid, and Colby's stupid. <laughs> I know. I did, Judy. I manifested negative energy. Ugh. I can't. Let's just stare at each other. <laughs> yeah, the real cord is with the dog collar, wherever that is. 